This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello, business storytellers. It's Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Today, we will talk about marketing made simple. Who doesn't want that? And that is also the title of the latest book from J.J. Peterson and Donald Miller. Um, J.J. is joining us today. How's it going? Going well. Thanks for having me on. And marketing made simple. I mean, that sounds so, um, sounds perfect. Who doesn't want that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, But it's, <laughs> it's probably easier said than done, right? I mean, to some degree, you know, I know that most people who are obviously listening to this are storytellers and marketers in and of themselves. But uh, really, the whole premise behind StoryBrand, which is the company that I work with, with Donald Miller, is that... Uh, stories are actually formulaic. And when you understand how story works, um, then you it's actually a pretty easy process. There are literally blanks that you have to fill in in a story. So even when this all kind of comes from, I mean, it goes all the way back to Plato and Aristotle and kind of their views on story. But even when it comes to writing a screenplay, there are literally, there's a book called Save the Cat that's out there by this guy named Blake Snyder. And when I lived in LA, about every two, three years, there would be an article in the LA Times that said how Blake Snyder had ruined Hollywood because he pointed out the formula to a hit movie. And he actually walks through what what's called beat by beat, like point by point of a story, which really comes down to page by page of a screenplay of how it should be written to be successful. And and he really just kind of broke down kind of the mythos behind, oh, you have to be gifted in this, like, oh, there are certain good storytellers and bad storytellers, and you're kind of either born with it or not. And he just basically said, no, 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 there's a formula to it. And when you really look at how stories work, there is a formula. And when it comes to marketing and messaging in particular, there is a very simple formula to story. And, um, you know, if you're writing a screenplay, there may be 35, 36, 32, depending on the, on the type of story you're telling, points that you have to hit in a story. But when it comes to marketing and messaging, there are actually seven, seven points that you have to hit to understand how to tell a good story. And what you're really doing is a, a lot of companies make the mistake of trying to tell their story. And you have to realize that when you're creating marketing and messaging, you're not telling your story. You need to invite your customer into a story. So you're really telling their story, the story they want to be a part of. And there are seven elements to that story. And you'll see these elements in books and movies and everywhere, but we've just really boiled it down to seven points. And the seven points are that there is a character who has a problem, who meets a guide who gives them a plan, who calls them to action, 
and we need to know what the stakes are in the story. So we need to understand what failure looks like if they don't follow through on the call to action or success looks like if they do follow through. So character, problem, guide, plan, call to action, failure, and success. And the first part you need to understand is that you need to identify right off in a story who the character of a story is, and that is your customer. Your customer is the hero, the main character of the story. And in movies, you need to identify what it is what it, that that character wants within the first about nine minutes of a movie. And it needs to be super clear, and it needs to be one thing. The main character can't want to get the girl and also run a marathon and also start a business and also adopt a cat and also, and also it can't be about that. It has to be about one thing. And we know very early on in the movie in the story, what that character wants. And so many companies make the mistake when they begin to create messaging is they don't actually articulate or identify very clearly and simply what it is that the character, their customer wants. And um, this comes down to even like, I work with businesses that do say business consulting and they'll put on their website, we help you climb the highest mountains. Well, if I was to open up a website and show somebody at a Starbucks, that website and say, what do these people do? They would say, well, they help people climb mountains and they're not articulating very quickly and easily or inviting customer into the story of helping them transform their business. They're helping they, the customer has thinks that they're trying, they're the type of business that helps people climb mountains. And that is a problem because as humans, we are always looking for, very simply how to survive and thrive. Our brains are set up to help us survive and thrive. And we're also designed to do it in such a way that burns as few calories as possible. So our brain's trying to keep us alive and it's trying not to burn calories in the process to do that. So our brain is constantly filtering out information that we don't need to help us survive and thrive. So for instance, like when you walk into a Starbucks you probably don't know how many chairs are there. You probably don't know how many coffee mugs are lined against the wall. Um, you don't know how many packets of sugar. That's all peripheral information. But you do know where's the place to get coffee and you know where the exits are. Everybody immediately knows that, that information because our brain has filtered out all the other information that does not pertain to our survival and thriving. And it does it very quickly without burning too many calories because we have actually a limited number of calories that help us make decisions during the day. We actually can run out of the de decision-making abilities throughout the day. And our brain then does not want to run out of those because if an emergency really does come, then we've run out of this brain space to make strong decisions. So it's anything that requires heavy thinking or heavy lifting of our brain our brain is designed to tune that piece of information out. And so if our, if our communication very clearly and simply at the very beginning of our story does not contribute to our character's survival and thriving and does not do it in such a clear and simple way that they don't have to burn any calories to understand what it is that we do, then our customer's brain will tune out, period. It will be done. We will leave that web page. We will stop listening. 
we may go, oh, that's interesting, but we're not going to give you money. And so the very first rule of a story is articulate of a marketing and messaging story is articulate what your customer wants in your marketing and messaging so clearly that they can understand that you help them survive and thrive and that you can do it so simply without any inside language that they don't have to burn any calories to understand. So that's the idea of, of how you incorporate in the story, what does the character want? Then the character encounters a problem no good story be there there's no good story without a problem um you know if you're just sitting around and, t- and somebody goes oh i have this great story and all it is is about them sitting on their couch and watching tv and they were happy that nobody cares about that story it's not a fun story but if they're sitting on their couch and all of a sudden a brick comes through their window now we have a problem and the story really begins. And it's the same with your marketing and messaging and your customer's story. Your customer is only coming to you because you solve a problem for them. So you need to identify what it is, what problem it is that you solve. And you need to speak about that problem over and over and over. If you don't talk about the problem you solve for your customer, then they won't engage with you. Think about every... um, Every like infomercial that's out there, like uh, uh, Snuggies or, you know, something where all of a sudden or something like those like knives that can cut through cans, you know, that people will you'll you'll see the commercial and there'll be somebody like with a Snuggie commercial. They're sitting on the couch and they're under a blanket and they reach for a glass of water and the water falls over everybody and they get really frustrated, right? It's cheesy and it's dumb, but what they're showing you right off the bat in the messaging is you have a problem. You may not even know you have a problem. You didn't know you knocked over water when you were under a blanket, but we're telling you, you have a problem and that problem is frustrating. And so, and they're showing you that in the image, what they're showing you there is you have an external problem and an internal problem that our product can solve. And it's getting in the way of what you want. So character wants problem, both an external and an internal frustration. And then in any good story, the main character meets a guide. We know just by watching, by living life, that if the main character could get out of the story, get out of the problem themselves, then then there really is no need to move. Like there is no real story here. There is not. It's not a real problem. And so the main character can't get overcome the problem themselves. They need help. And that is where we meet the guide. So we meet Obi-Wan Kenobi for Luke Skywalker, or we meet Gandalf for Frodo, or we meet um, Hamish for Katniss. There's always a guide, a coach, somebody who comes along and helps the character win the day. And they do that two ways, with empathy and authority. They understand the character's problem because they've probably been in the same situation before, but they also have already won the day. And the big kind of, I would say, paradigm shift about the story brand framework is that um, you are not the hero of your story. You are the guide. You are the guide in your messaging, and you have to constantly position yourself with empathy for your customer's problems and authority that you've helped other people win the day or you've won the day yourself. So you know a way forward. So you always have to, the only reason you should be talking about yourself and your messaging and marketing is 
from the position of you are the guide in the story. And that is so important because if you are the hero of the story and your customer is a hero of their story, you're actually in different stories. And sometimes you're even in competing stories because your customer will see you as trying to win your day, which means you're going to get more money off of them. And they don't have any reason to trust you. When you position yourself as the guide, you position yourself in the same story as your customer and you're inviting them in and showing them the way forward. So we have a customer who wants something, who has a problem needs to overcome, they meet the guide, then the guide gives them a plan. And the plan is just a set of tools or instructions to help them win the day. It's often your product or service that is going to help them win the day. And it basically just clears the fog for them and says, here's how you're going to win. Here's how you're going to find success. Then there is a call to action. And in movies, like their characters are not going to act on their own. There has to be a moment where they have to accept or reject the, the call to move forward. Like a bomb is going to go off and there's a timer. Or somebody's going to get kidnapped. Or if this doesn't happen, the world is destroyed. There has to be a moment that something can be won or lost. And so there has to be a call to action. In your marketing, you have to have a strong call to action. What is it that you want your customer to do to buy your product? Um, it may be just schedule a phone call. It may be set an appointment or it may literally be buy now. And then finally, the last two, the stakes in the story is success and failure. You have to know that there's something at stake in the story. And so you need to know what happens when if the, if the hero does not act and move forward, that the world could be destroyed. And your customer needs to know if they don't act, what are the consequences of their inaction? Are they going to continue to be frustrated? Are they going to continue to be overwhelmed? Are they going to lose out on money? What is it that will happen in their life if they don't act? And then what does success look like? What is a happy ending of the movie? The happy ending for your customer is what does life look like after they've purchased your product? What is the immediate results and relief of their problem that they get? And then also long-term. So that, that's really the, the most simple breakdown of story and messaging. Marketing is being able so to articulate what your customer wants, what problem that's getting in the way of that, how you as their guide can help them move forward. What is your plan? What's the call to action? And what does failure look like if they don't act? And what does success look like if they do? Sounds simple enough um, in, in, in theory, yeah. right? So uh, lots of questions here, of course. Um, the, when, when you say formulaic, um, you know, way of storytelling, and when you said that, the immediate thing that came to my mind is all the terrible examples out yes. there, yeah. right, of, yeah. of brains. I mean, there certainly is a formula yeah. um, of terrible storytelling. Why do you think there is so many brands that just tell, I mean, crappy stories yeah. and, and by a certain formula. Why do we have that? Well, I think some of it, the, the most simple way where I see a lot is they actually break some of the rules. Um, and so they go in the wrong order or they position themselves to, they position themselves as the hero. Um, they, they choose cuteness and cleverness over clarity. And, and I think that's a big mistake. Like that people are, we look at huge brands like Apple, or we look at 
um, Coca-Cola that are doing these big branding campaigns. They're not even really doing messaging campaigns. They're doing branding. Messaging is about how to talk to people about what you do, how you make their life better and how they can get it. And branding is really about how you make people feel. So these giant companies like Apple and Coca-Cola, they don't need to explain to people really what they are. Like Coca-Cola doesn't need to say, we know you want a cold drink, but the problem is, but you know, they're not going through the formula. They're jumping the formula and going to branding because they're so big. And a lot of small businesses and smaller companies, I think, try just to go into that branding space. So they're trying to just do things cute and clever and they miss clarity um, because they, you know, I, we're, um, when, when we still had football on sports on TV, um, mm-hmm. you know, there was, uh, there was uh, during a football game in the end zone, there was this huge advertisement that said crucial catch. And it had what looked like a, um, like a Kodak, uh, like a Kodak, uh, uh, what's what the symbol in uh, next to mm-hmm. it. And it was interesting. And I thought, Oh, okay. Kodak is trying to rebrand and they're, um, their logo is there next to it. It's kind of clever, crucial catch. I guess, you know, you can catch moments on film, da, 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 da. And I thought, didn't think too much about it. Well, then the next week um, it was back on and it turns out that what that was actually for was breast cancer awareness. And what they were trying to say is that catching cancer early is crucial. And so instead of just saying that or get a mammogram because catching cancer early is crucial or you catch cancer early and you will have a higher survival rate. Anything that was clear, they didn't do that. They just did crucial catch. Now it was clever and I'm sure they spent millions of dollars sitting, you know, on that campaign. And I bet they would save a ton more lives if they just would have been more clear. So that's my biggest thing is I think people choose cuteness and cleverness over just straight clarity and being clear. (laughs) And so that kind of leads me to my next question. When um, sometimes you have, I I, I just saw this recently, you have a brand and here's, and they're they're certainly trying to message and explain what they're doing, but they say one thing and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then you dive into it and maybe you talk to them. I mean, I actually talked to somebody the other day, and when I talked to them, what they were actually doing was night and day of how they were presenting yes. themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way without trying, without giving away who it is. Yeah. Um, so basically, I would say the way they were presenting themselves publicly was um, action, right? Mm-hmm. Like very action. Like I'm going to be like, feel cool, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. You get it. You got the picture. <laughs> but when I started talking to them, what they actually were trying to do is, relaxation (laughs) which is night and day right and and i think the reason that happened is because somebody at one point said the way they're doing it messaging wise is a better way than what they actually should be doing and they got so married to the idea that that you couldn't even say to them let's think about some ideas they would say there why we just need help messaging this and i'm thinking but that is not the message. No, no, no. And a lot of times that mistake starts with trying to tell, quote unquote, your story. 
we want to tell our story and we want to look cool and we want to see app seem action oriented. Well, that's trying to make you the company, the hero of the story. And when you start with your character, with your customer as the hero, you actually can refine in more closely what it is that you do, because it's not about what you do. It's about what you do for them. And so when you say, what does our character, what does our customer really want in relationship to our product? And let's actually write that down clearly in a way people can understand without having to burn too many calories. And then what is the problem that gets in the way of that for them? Not what, how do we do it? Not who are we, but what is the problem we solve for our customer? And when you just start there, I think that actually fixes a lot of problems in marketing and messaging because it forces you to be, to hone in really on them and communicating clearly to your customer instead of just trying to be cool and, savvy how so i got um 99 problems right yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but but i got 10 plenty of problems yeah. right and some are um top of mind and some are i'm not aware of them yeah. yet some are kind of push away i don't want to think about them like uh, losing weight right like oh i'll do it later yeah. um but how do you so let's say you have a problem let's say you can fix one of my problems that i don't even know that I have. Yeah. How how does this formula, how does it help get that top of mind for me? Well, it, it's you again start out with, but let me I'm let me trying to pull up an example. So let's say uh, you actually have designed a software that saves an HR company time and money. We'll just start kind of simple like that. So what you would start your messaging with. So we know that uh, in the HR world that you need software that actually gets your uh, they they gets your employees the best benefits uh, communicates to them their best benefits quickly something like that and then mm-hmm. you bring you actually articulate the problem so then you say but the problem is so many of the softwares that are out there actually cost you more money and you're not able to give your employees better benefits because you're spending more on software than you are on their benefits. So you actually bring it up. Now you can do that by, you know, sometimes people are nervous to just go after other companies. So you don't always need to say like other software companies, but that's just one way is by articulating the problem. Well, so just bringing it up and saying, I don't, you know, a lot of people want to lose weight, but, the problem is that the diet that you're on actually doesn't take into consideration your metabolic rate. So you're literally just bringing up the problem and articulating it. I may never know that my metabolic rate gets in the way of me losing weight, but if I, my, my product as a brand, actually, um, if the company that I'm looking at, if they actually solve the problem differently than other diets, then you want to bring that up in the problem section Basically, other other diets are lacking this, or most people don't understand this. So by articulating the problem, and the main problem could literally be that I just want to lose weight, but the or but what is getting in the way of me wanting to lose weight is that I don't understand most diets don't take into metabolic rate, or most diets don't take into consideration. Uh, mind and body connection, something like that. So the easiest way is to just bring it up in the problem. Another way is to bring it up in the plan. So you talk about how you 
actually solve things differently. You have a unique approach to things um, that, and you talk about that in a way that says, Hey, this may not be something that you've thought about, but this is why we do things the way we do so that you will succeed at a higher rate. Hmm. And so when you talk to people, though, I mean, so I'm, I'm thinking about the step here, mm-hmm. success, what does success look like in failure? Mm-hmm. So and we've done shows on this before, right? Where we talk about everybody is now creating content and the only solution to the problem that they, that they are um, talking about is to buy their product, yep. which is kind of baloney, right? There's a gazillion yep. Um, solutions. Um, but how do you, I mean, you need trust, right? I mean, you, if you call me and you say, Christoph, let me tell you, here's how, what success looks like. Here's what failure looks like. Yeah. If I don't trust you, I, I'm not going to listen. Yeah. Right. So what this, what I just explained to you is the, is the foundation for all of your mm-hmm. ultimate marketing and messaging. The story principle, the story brand framework really gives you what I would call buckets to pull language out of. So the way that we do it is you sit down. So we do, we have online workshops and live workshops. We're actually doing a live stream workshop um, during this time. So we teach, we sit down and over like, if you do it online, you just watch some videos and do it yourself. But um, you go through and you identify what is the language you're going to use for this story in each of these seven buckets then you ultimately are going to create a sales funnel, which is really what my book, Marketing Made Simple, is about. It's about taking that simple language you created in the story framework and then how to put it in one-liners, websites, um, lead generators, sales emails, and nurture emails. And so the trust building really comes through, I would argue, and ultimately a sales funnel. Um, which isn't just like throwing everything at you and calling you to make a decision in 30 seconds. Um, You really have to build trust. You have to build a relationship. And it really starts with a one-liner, being able to quickly and easily explain what it is that you do in a way that engages your customer. And there's actually a formula to that. It's really a short story. So the formula is, um, basically, you instead of starting with what the character wants, you start with a problem, then you talk about your solution, and then you talk about their success. So problem, solution, success, or problem, solution, results. So instead of most people start by saying, you know, you go, what do you do? And you go, oh, I'm a business coach. Well, instead of starting that story is about you. If you want to invite your customer into a story, you say problem, solution, success. So instead of saying, I'm a business coach, you would say a lot of companies reach a, a lot of business leaders reach a point where they feel like they have so much more to offer, but they're just in their job and don't know how to move forward. I give business leaders a plan through coaching and accountability that helps them not only reach their potential, but get raises and grow their company problem solution result so that's that's partially to when i don't know a problem like what happens on shark tank for Uh example right somebody somebody comes on and they talk about how they solved a problem and i'm sitting at home i'm going oh that is a problem exactly (laughs) and that you know and that is a good solution i didn't even know (laughs) i had the problem um (laughs) and so you start that's like that's the one-liner 
And so you take from the original story you wrote and you just take pieces and put it in a one-liner. Then you would take that original story you wrote, wrote and you would actually put it in a website. What does your header look like? What do the next four sections look like? And we actually have a formula for that that actually walks through and says, here's what needs to be in your header. Here's what needs to be in section two, section three, section four. Here's what your lead generator needs to look like. Here's what your sales emails need to look like. Here's what your nurture email. And all of those are designed to build trust. So, um, you know, there are, there are some, some brands that you can get the sale on the one-liner, but very few. And the more expensive your product, the longer the sales cycle usually is, right? So you have to actually build trust with your customer by giving them value. So when you understand their story, when you understand what it is that they want and what problem that they're trying to overcome, you're going to, through sales emails, nurture emails, lead generators, give value that actually helps them begin to overcome their problem. So that's why, you know, PDFs or videos that are called like five tips or three ways to avoid or 10 things you were missing out on. You know, when you do that, what you're doing is you're giving your customer value in their journey and you're developing trust with them and building reciprocity so that they begin to trust you as their guide. So it's, it's not, it's not just an instant, like, Oh, tell the story and people are going to buy. But you, when you understand the story, then you can use that story in all of your collateral, no matter if you're, if you're making a commercial or doing a website or sales funnel, uh, sales emails, you have the basis and go, these are my guide rails. This is all I need to say in targeting my customer. Cause when I go outside this, I'm creating a confusing message. I'm getting off topic and I'm not helping my customer win their story. And so it just, I, I like to think of it as guide rails. It just keeps you focused story. Good story keeps you focused and it keeps you focused on your customer. And so when you talk about the guide, is that typically like a brand or a person or how would you Yeah, recommend? it can be both. Um, for most companies, it's just their brand. And it's just identifying that we understand what you, you're, the pain that you're going through and we've helped people win the day. Um, and so you can have a spokesperson like um, Allstate Insurance has, you know, the guy who is the former president on 24, you know, or that, you know, people have celebrity mm -hmm. um, be their spokesperson and kind of act as a guide a little bit. But really, it doesn't have to be that. It just has to be your company. So you have to form empathetic statements so you have to say things like we understand and you have to understand your customer's problem or like you, we have, or as former sales associates ourselves, we, you know, you have to connect with your customer on an empathetic level. And then you have to show authority that you've helped other people win the pro win the day. So testimonies, statistics, um, awards that you've won, but only in the context of your ca character's problem. So if like you're creating a bio on your website that says something like, I was the three-point champion in college, unless you're teaching them to shoot three-pointers, that should not be in your bio because that is about your story. That's not about their story. 
you have to talk about how you love helping small businesses win the day and you've been in business yourself. And as somebody who started a business 20 years ago, I understand the problems that business leaders are experiencing. In fact, I was really frustrated myself, which is why I created this program. And since then have helped 20,000 small businesses grow their bottom line and their profits. You know, just a little bit of empathy, little bit of authority. It, it's, it's kind of like um, if, if I was to, um, if I'm going to go to a gym and I am looking at a trainer and I walk up to that trainer and I say to that trainer, um, hey, I'm interested in kind of losing 20 pounds. And that trainer goes, oh, me too. Oh, my goodness. That's so, oh, that's so great. Th- that's not my trainer. <laughs> Because that's empathy, but has zero authority. Um, If I go into that same trainer and I say to them, hey, I'm looking to lose 20 pounds. And that trainer turns around to me and goes, well, it's because you're fat and lazy. And lifts up their shirt and shows me their uh, muscles. (laughs) That's all authority and no empathy. But if I go in and I see a trainer and that trainer says, oh, man, I get it. I was actually 20 pounds overweight myself and I love ice cream and I've been able to figure out a plan for um, a number of different people where they can actually still eat the foods that they love and lose weight. And I'm going to help you do it. Now they're my guide because they said they were in the same spot I was and they've also figured out a way forward. You have to have that combination of empathy and authority to be somebody's guide. And so I guess that also, I mean, if, if you're talking about even when I'm looking at on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I mean, can, so we've talked about uh, mostly brand marketing, but can people, people can do the same thing, right? And I mean, on, on their LinkedIn profiles, they make it more about the, the people they can help versus here's what I've done. Exactly. Is that kind of the same yep, model 100%. or not? Every bio, even on your website should be this way. Even, you know, I was, I was working with this company who they, are dentists and it's a dental office that focuses on um, children, pediatric dentistry, essentially. And they had all of their bios that were very about them. They're trying to connect with their customer, favorite ice cream, favorite movie. And they made this shift even to where their receptionist said, started by saying, as a mom of three kids myself, I know how hard it is to um, get everybody in the van and get them to the doctor's office, which is why I make sure that I greet you with a smile when you walk through the door and have coloring books for your kids to be occupied while you're filling out the paperwork. That is nothing to do with that person, you know, as about other than telling, you know, I have three kids, (laughs) it's showing how you're going to help that, that parent move forward. Um, And you should do that with all just, and with LinkedIn in particular, um, that's one of the biggest things is how do you just even identify what is the problem that you solve for people? What is your solution to that problem? And then what does life look like after they're done? Right. So I'm just, uh, every every episode here has homework for me other than editing mm-hmm. the episode. Um, so I'm looking at my own LinkedIn, right? So where do you draw the line? Um, so I do need to say, in my, you tell me. Life uh, resume okay. review yeah. here, JJ. Um, but I, you know, when I say top fourteen content marketer, top one hundred digital marketer, blah, blah blah, author number one new release and PR. I, I mean, that's about yep. me, right? But I'm also, am I not establishing myself as an expert in those areas? There's a there's you place are, for yes, that too, authority. right? Or no? So you have authority, but you're starting in mm-hmm. the middle of the story, right? So it's you're not starting with your customer. So my LinkedIn profile literally says. 
when you go to the about section, it says most business leaders struggle to talk about what they do. At StoryBrand, we've created a communication framework that helps people clarify their message so their business starts growing again. We can help you clarify your message. And it's not about me at all. Now, further down, when it like says, what school did you go to? You know, I got my PhD and, you know, the sure. all that stuff. But my bio itself actually has nothing to do with me. It has to do with my company and what I do, how I solve problems for people. Right. Interesting. So obviously you still need the headline, but then really the about section should be something like um, uh, helps companies tell better stories, yep. blah, 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 blah. Or like for you, even you, can, you could literally start out problem solution success, right? Same kind of thing, with same formula. So you could say so many people are so are skilled in marketing and or no, let's just start it this way. Story is such a buzzword in marketing right now, but most people don't really understand how to tell good stories. I help blah, blah, blah. So that companies not only tell mm -hmm. better stories, but they connect with their audience and grow their business. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Thank you for the free resume yeah. <laughs> review. Um, and now we found, so, so really the book, um, check it out guys. Anybody uh, should be something good in there for everybody, including uh, individual contributors and marketing yeah. teams. Uh, marketing made simple, available on Amazon, all the different versions, Kindle, audiobook. And it, it looks like it is number one in uh, top 10 in three categories. So definitely uh, people are um, reading it up. JJ, where else can people find you on the, um, on the net? Yeah. On um, the web? Most of our stuff, all everything I talked about today, you can actually find at businessmadesimpleuniversity.com. Uh, bmsu.com that's where all of our courses live um, that walk through how to create messaging and how to um, create simple marketing so create a simple marketing plan create a simple story there's a few other courses on there but that's all there um, and that's really the best place to kind of be uh, you know I am on LinkedIn and on the socials so people can kind of find me on there JJ Peterson um, I think on Instagram I'm like JJ Peterson 321 so Three, two, one. Um, all right. JJ, no thanks for joining us. Um, very, very insightful. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.